Welcome back. Bill Michaels show. Grant Bills, have we skirted disaster again? Yes, sir. I believe so. Oh, yeah. That is uh, what we call adaptation. Well, we can do it. Packers offense struggled a little bit. That is uh, the hope. That is what we want to see. This is the stat I was referring to, Grant. The Packers this season. We're we're talking about why it's gone wrong, what the personnel was designed for. And that is, like you said to start the show, somewhat what the Cowboys do. Two tight ends a lot of the time, play action stuff, run the ball. The Packers in 11 personnel this season. That means one running back, one tight end, three wide receivers. They uh, are in the negatives when it comes to all the efficiency metrics. Uh, That is where the bad things have happened. 5.8 yards per play in 340. Keep keep that number in mind. That is in 11 personnel, one running back, one receivers. In 12 personnel, one running back, two tight ends, two yards per set. You would figure more running plays, stuff like that. They are way up in the 5.5 yards per play, but only 161 total plays Mm. where when they have three wide receivers out there, they've been explosive yards per play is close. But as Aaron Schatz of football outsider says, all of the Packers turnovers have come out of 11 personnel and the success rate is lower. And that is what has hurt this team where when they've had two tight ends on the field, it has all worked so much better. I think it's as simple as that. This is why I think this is more of a Rogers problem than Matt LaFleur. And obviously we'll never know plays get called plays, get tweaked. They get changed, changed. I just don't think Matt LaFleur is stupid and any smart coach would look at these numbers and be able to figure out what works, what doesn't and how to adapt. And because the Packers aren't adapting, I am led to believe it's not a LaFleur thing. Yeah, I mean, I I assume that LaFleur controls the personnel more than the quarterback does. So that's also part of the coaching bit. This is true. Where if they send two tight ends out there, you're not going to do anything else. Those are the guys you have out there. We've also heard Matt LaFleur tell me that, well, if Rodgers isn't comfortable with something, I'm not going to call it. And I'm sure that extends to personnel groupings, too. I I don't know. We're just assuming, right? We're guessing. We don't know these things to be true or false. Yep. 877-867-1670. We'll get back to the phones in a second. 877-867-1670. See you on hold. Get to you in a minute. Uh, Real quick, 10 picks, Grant. Bill has sent me his selections. Here's here's where we stand this season, and it's not gone well for me. I'm 11-15-1. I swear a lot of them have been good picks. I've just been on the wrong end of something bad happening. Bill is 15 and 12. He is the, uh, he's addicted to road favorites. He loves good teams on the road as favorites. And some of it's worked out my three picks. And you can chime if you like and or dislike. And uh, the, the thought process behind these picks, I've tried to switch up my ways, Grant. Okay. I'm away from logic. I, I'm putting logic aside here because it has not led me to, you know, the best outcome. You're doing the George Costanza. You're going with the opposite of your normal instincts. If I were to have gotten that reference, then maybe. Fair. You know, I'm not a Seinfeld guy. Uh, fair, no, fair, no, fair. it's not even I'm going against me. So home against the Browns. Three and a half is the number. Dolphins favored. I'm taking them. Um, and actually I'm going to, I'm going to pull up some music for this. Um, love it. I, I, I mentioned, you know, uh, 
when it came to uh, Kroger and, and Albertsons merging and the problems that are arising due to said merger and, and how it is screwing all of the consumers, well, where did Kroger begin, Grant Bills? Ohio. It began in Ohio. Therefore, we're fading Ohio. Uh, and I'm taking the Dolphins what? minus three and a half. That's what I mean by different <laughs> logic. Okay. Now I get it. Um, and then... I don't know if you spent any of your Wednesday night watching the craziest car chase known to man. I watched a little. I've I've weirdly gotten into. I'm in a group. People are always sending the live videos of car chases, and I partake. Yeah. Oh, Bill and I were talking about this on the huddle. It was insane. Two hours long. The guy got in cars and somehow stayed with it. He was skirting and in round. It, it was it was unexplainable. And then. The guy gets out of the car finally. They go to arrest him. Grant, he's a freaking Cowboys fan. Naturally. Um, and for that reason, the uh, Packers-Cowboys is not on the card. But it happens. <laughs> not on the card. It happened in Southern California. Chargers at the Niners. Sunday night. Chargers plus seven. How can you How can you back the team when that's happening in the backyard, Grant? I don't know. Oh, my God. So, there's and then pick three. Uh, Seahawks minus two and a half. For no or plus two and a half, excuse me. Yeah. For no reason other than um Giselle's buying a mansion across the canal from Brady's. Oh, really? So yeah, it's There's be- a couple different layers to this game that I like. I feel like Brady might have sparked something with that comeback last week. Yeah. And I'm interested to see if that carries over. One element. Another element, and maybe I need to research this further to have actual details, but apparently there's just an insane amount of Seattle fans in Germany. And the ticket demand for this game was unbelievable. Like, it was just wild. Speaking of Jordan Love and a guy that isn't a bust yet because we haven't seen him. I mean, I was right about Geno Smith. I was just 10 years early. Okay. okay. Where I, maybe Jordan Love will get a shot with a team with life in six years and then turn it around Big then. 12 guys develop more slowly. Interesting take. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was quick, but he is an outlier. He was a West Virginia. Geno Smith was West Virginia, right? Yep. He was. Um, I mean, they definitely are asked to do less because of the lack of defense played, I'd say. I just figured out. I'm throwing takes out there. If we're going off grocery chains and car chases, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just characteristics. Love it. Love it. Um, and, and then to Bill's picks. Bill is also on Seattle. I guess Bill's going to take the other angle of the car chase. And because the guy is a Cowboys fan, Bill's taking the Cowboys minus four and a half. Mm. Minus four and a half. Well, 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 Ben Kenny, you know what I love when the better quarterback. Well, no, that doesn't apply here. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Cut that from the podcast. Uh, that was so close to a coward take. It was. Got to think it through. Well, look, here's here's I'll angle this. If you're a betting man and you're listening to this. If you believe Rodgers is the better quarterback in this game, then take the better quarterback and the points. Yeah. There you go. At home. Oh, love it. Sound logic. Uh, And then his last one, Giants minus four and a half home against the Texans. I don't really have a thought on that game. Uh, I'm glad you don't because I don't either. (laughs) (laughs) I got nothing. Is Brandon Cooks going to play or is he just quitting? He's mad. He is mad. Um, I would probably be mad too. If I was still there and wanted Brandon Cooks was Brandon Cooks lost two Super Bowls in a row. 
Yeah. Which is impressive. He was on the Rams when they lost to the Patriots right after he was on the Patriots. Um, right. Tough. He's been traded for a lot. Over, like, if you added up all the compensation that's changed hands for Brandon Cooks, it's it's quite a bit. A lot of first-round picks being thrown around. I also saw a tweet ran from Matt Schneiderman yesterday of what the full Packers-Raiders trade has been since yeah. whatever started. Vegas has received from the Packers Devontae Adams, Mo Drayton, Tyler Lancaster, and a phone call on Darren Waller. Green Bay has received a 2021 second, Basaccia, Dallin Levitt, Keyshawn Nixon, Jonathan Abram, Schneiderman also said Matt Schneidman. I don't know where that came from. I didn't get from. that part. It, it, yeah. I thought you were going to explain it to me. No. I, there was a piece Steven Ruiz put out at the ringer yesterday breaking down the Devontae Adams trade, you know, 10 games in or whatever. And he basically said, this sucks for both teams, but I don't know what they expected. That's basically what he said. Alabama offensive analyst Josh McDaniels. Right? Is that where he's going to end up? That's where, all, that's where all failed assistants end up and or head coaches. He stinks, man. Um, And he's coaching against Jeff Saturday this weekend. What has happened to this proud football league? So many teams are in shambles. They're good, I guess. Like they're Raiders. Both of them are being good at being bad. Tanking. Take another Cleveland Farrell in the top five. Why don't you? Damon in the top 20 might have been even more insane. Mm -hmm. Free Jonathan Taylor, frankly. Yeah. If we want to talk about the Colts realistically. Feel By bad the way, for Deion him. Jackson is not going to play this weekend. That was fun while it lasted for one week. Thanks, Charge, for that one. Uh, I'm yep. not blaming Charge. I started him last week. Yeah, the, the Colts offense is just inadequate. And they cut Jack Cohn. Come on now. Well, How do you expect to succeed when you cut Jack Cohn? Also, I was Nick say. Foles is on their bench. I feel bad for my guy. Another weird Colts thing. Matt Ryan might be the most qualified person in that organization to call plays this weekend. <laughs> or it's just nuts. Or be the head coach. <laughs> yeah, seriously. He'd be like the de facto. He would be the like the uh the head coach who actually has to apply things. Like Jeff Saturday's the vibes guy. Matt Ryan actually has to call plays and explain things. I like that take. I but look at the Colts and they traded for Matt Ryan. They were paying him a lot of money. He stunk, and they were able to get out from under him. The Packers' hands are tied a little more yes. when it comes to that. 877-867-167. Packers, Cowboys coming up on Sunday. Take your calls, predictions, all that good stuff. Let's go to the phones. David from Eau Claire is with us. What's up, David? situation for you followed up by a question yep if uh back last spring last winter when we're going with this rogers is in he's out he's he's going here he's going there if all of a sudden he would have left town and jordan love became the starting quarterback for the green bay packers and we have the record that we currently have now what would be the buzz in Packer Nation and on Sports Talk Radio if that situation had taken place and we find ourselves in no better situation than we are right now? That is an interesting question. Um, the situation would be different because you would have mo- more money, no doubt, and you wouldn't have it all tied. They're not paying Love much, and that's the thing where if Love was struggling and this team was 3-6, and six, they would be in great position to go get another quarterback going forward. So I think yeah. the buzz would be 
which quarterback are they going to go after in the draft? David? Uh, uh, Tom Brady did, and you guys know the numbers better than me as far as his compensation over the years, but Brady could have gotten more money out of it. Instead, he opted to keep talent around him in championships, and that's the difference between Rodgers and Brady right there. Uh, I appreciate the phone call, man. I, I have a hard time in general, Grant, questioning money. Yeah, it's tough. It's 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 hard. It the situation was kind of unavoidable after those well, two years, unless they had traded him. But you could not have traded him last off season, even though no. I I was thinking about it, and it's like okay, you could build and all that stuff, but you couldn't have done that. I don't know. I don't blame it's Goody tough. for what he did this off season. I don't know if he had a better option. Yeah, and like. Brady took less. He also, throughout his career, has been much better with less. Like, you give Brady Scotty Miller, and he could figure it out with him. You you give Brady any running back that can catch the football, and he'll figure it out. Well, he also, those players, Scotty Miller and those running backs, are just asked to run, like, an easy, like, uh, what's the word? Like, executable offense like what Rogers is asking of some of these guys like Mike Clemens and I talked about it last night little tug on the jersey that uh Sammy Watkins didn't see or like this adjustment that Rogers wanted he just asks so much more of the people around than Tom Brady does yeah 877-867-670 if you want to chime in do it real quick let's go back to the phones and one you're on the Bill Michael show who do we got I'm Mark from Green Bay what's up Mark I'm good. What's on your mind? Good? Yeah, hey, uh, first of all, I love the show. I wish we could get you in Green Bay instead of Jim Rome. Oh, I appreciate that, man. Thanks. But, yeah, but uh, I just wondered if you guys got a chance at all to uh, take a look on YouTube, and uh, there's a breakdown there from Kurt Warner, breaking yep. down the Detroit Lion game. Have you seen that? I have. That's amazing. It is um, hard to, it's very informative and great, and I urge everyone to watch it. It's kind of hard to yeah. watch. I know it's hard to watch, but it, all the armchair quarterbacks need to watch that and see, you know, all the things that are going on there. It's just unreal. Yeah, and it's hard because some of the struggles, and that video highlights some of them. Like we talk always about the young guys, right? But some yeah. of the struggles have also been the veterans. It's just everybody. It's not only Dobbs and Watson being injured and Torre and young guys. It's also just everybody that's on the field. Yeah, and they were really kind of pointing the finger, it seemed like, at Sammy Watkins. But well, I just thought I'd throw that out there, and I'll listen to you guys. I appreciate the phone call, man. 877-867-1670. This is directed at Mark. But for everyone who texts or calls or tweets at us. It's like, Hey, do you see this film breakdown? Do you see that? Well, did you know that? No, you're, you're, you're right. Aaron Rodgers. None of the three interceptions were his fault. He played great. It's everyone else's fault. He, like, no, Rodgers has done no wrong. Like, it's just kind of <sighs> frustrates me. Like, just, just watch the game. I, I, it's great that we have people who do film breakdowns and look at the all 22. I watched the game on Sunday. You cannot tell me through any explanation or any angle of film that, like Rogers did not play miserably on Sunday. You know what I mean? Yes, I have. There, there are a couple sentences pent up inside my brain. If 
one of those direct calls were to come in. Okay. Right? Where we've kind of heard it throughout the year. And at times it's been true. But overall, the general sense is, and we had, you remember when we had the discussion after the Vikings game about whether Rodgers had to change the way he played and how this offense could work? And I said, I am expecting more from him because of the standard he I, the standard we hold him to because of how great he is where i expect him to be able to adapt and even if he doesn't have Devontae adams with him and obviously has gone wrong and there have been moments where it's worked that's why i i brought up carson and some people didn't like it but for the point of there is great there and there's also a lot of head scratching and i think yeah. that's what's happening now but since that point, it's been clear that it, it, it hasn't been changing and, and it hasn't been working. So I, I, I have pent up in my, in my brain, if one of those like direct, oh, it's the wide receiver's fault, it's the play caller's fault, it's not the quarterback. If that yeah. call came in, I have, a, I, I have a ramble prepared, but it hasn't. Well, um, I rambled after Mark's call and I obviously didn't have my thoughts organized, but it's just like, we don't need to make this more complicated than it is. I'm all for nuance. And seeing it from every angle, but this isn't hard. Rogers was miserable on Sunday. Yeah, and the breakdown—I I urge everyone to watch the breakdown. Uh, it, it's glaring, but I don't know. Kind of sucks, frankly. Yeah, <laughs> like very the, much so. The, the situation is brutal that we're we in right now. Five games in a row. I would love Grant. I wanted to come on today. Could you imagine if the Packers were five and four? Not great definitely a pulse i want to do the show of have they beaten anybody that's my view in the world i want to come on and say okay yeah but that team sucks and that team's good and they showed that which means this for the future those kind of shows looking forward not the why is this a dysfunctional mess and why have they lost five in a row against teams that they never lose to i would argue that if christian watson simply won the packers would be five and four right now I believe I, that to be true. I, I completely disagree with that take. They still lose the Vikings game. I'm not reversing the re- the result of the Minnesota game. Why? Because Rodgers trust them more? I don't yes, think it's a trust thing. But well, I still he keeps think... keeps getting hurt, too. That's a problem. The injuries part, and it's not him not trusting the guys. It's this of the offense and what they try to do is just grossly misproportional with... So That's if fair. anything, that might lead him to do more with the guys that maybe aren't able to do it. Way. way which way, would way. then lead to worse things. Christian Watson dropping the ball is the reason they have three wins. Okay, hold on. Otherwise, this it could better. be worse. This is better. This is way better. You're saying if Christian Watson <laughs> catches that ball, they'd be, what, two and seven? One and eight. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I retract my take fully. I'm on board with this one. I like this one more. Um, I, I, I could tweet that out and, and make things dangerous, but I, I mean, hell, but what else are we going to do like that? Mike, let it rip. Mike McCarthy's coming into Lambeau and want to do a big Mike appreciation day this week. And we can't because the Packers are in a tough spot. I wish the Packers were six and two. So I could sit here and say, I am, I am, I'm grateful for Mike McCarthy and I still am, but I'm not going to do a show on that because then we're burying the lead of everything else that's happening. Thank you, Christian Watson, for that dropped pass and two extra wins. I'm going to talk about this on my show tonight. I'm writing it down right now. Um, Revisiting the drop. 
This is going to be a, a just great radio. How should I word this tweet to to Good get luck. maximum I, I people tweets angry about weeks it? Back and Vikings fans found it. It was not fun. Well, um, yeah, the the thing is, if I tweet this out of context, I don't know. I I would love to get people arguing with each other. Uh, if Christian Watson caught that deep ball in Week One, the Packers would be one and eight. I will retweet that tweet so fast. Um, all right. 877-867-1670. Do you agree? Uh, we're going to step away. We have some segments left. A lot more to get to. Packers Cowboys coming up. The Bruce City battle coming up tonight. Badgers against Stanford. As well as a lot more. He is Grant Bills. I'm Ben Kenny. It is the Bill Michael Show. The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Bill Michaels Show. Happy Friday, everybody. Ben Kenny, Grant Bills taking you up to 2 o'clock, where at 3.30, Mr. Bills, uh, Wisconsin women's basketball will play a game at American Family Field. And and tonight, Badgers men's versus Stanford in the second game of the season. Are you you jacked up about seeing a winning team play in American Family Field? Okay, uh, before I answer the question... Will the tree be in attendance? Has the tree been oh. freed? Um, so here's the thing. I, I think it has been banned from Stanford football games. I don't know. I need to track this down because that changes the models and what they think about the game. It'd be kind of funny if they made the tree sit up in the 400s in a section <laughs> all by himself. It's just a really funny visual of just costume up there. Uh, I will be honest with you, Ben, as I am with my listeners every day. I watch them tonight because I'm going to watch a jam band of old men at a bar up on the bluff on my show and throw on my tie-dye hoodie and go boogie around the bar for a few hours. I'm very excited. Awesome. I know you asked. You, everyone was dying to know my plans for the night. Maybe they no. should. So, so you wonder, I, I think it's a single admission ticket for both games. I wonder how many people go to the X golf thing. And I wonder Mm. if all of the basketball players come back without any shoulder injuries after participating in that. People are wondering. Freddie Peralta hurt his shoulder working on his wedge. Do we know X golf? Is is it the Trackman simulators? Is it top of the line or did the Brewers cheap out on those? Uh, I would need a firsthand account. Someone who has experienced said, uh, said part of American family field. I, I would assume they would did not go cheap because well they spend a lot of money on things, Grant. Sometimes not well, on players as their players. Here's a transition for you. They declined Brad Boxberger's option and had eight hundred thousand dollars in dead money. They declined to pay the two point two million dollars that would have kept him around on top of that other money in a move that uh irritated me to say the least. I guess pre-hot stove brewer off-season baseball talk where we talk ourselves into a free agent or two, and unfortunately it does not come to fruition. Here's the thing with Boxberger. Half of my heart wants to believe that they're pragmatically and thought he's over the hill. We've gotten great value out of Boxberger the last few years. Better to get out a little early than a little late. We're going to find a better option. Okay. I want to believe in my heart of hearts, my deepest of downs case. However, this Brewers organization does not deserve my heart of hearts. They do not deserve the benefit of the doubt. I just think they're trying to be cheap. 
I think that's what we should always assume with this franchise until this franchise proves otherwise, which then leads me to be upset about this. I would side with the latter part. Um, there's also a piece of this where uh, James Crick, I think his name is, was offered a one-year contract for the Astros. I need to find his name. Uh, I, I don't think that's his actual name. Um, James Crick? Uh, Click. James Click. Click. That's uh, was fired. Um, he was offered a one-year contract and raised, turned it down, and was dismissed Friday uh, by the Astros. The Astros need a GM. Um, and there is a certain not currently acting GM in Milwaukee. That's, I wonder if the Astros pursue Stearns. Hmm. Where he can work with, you know, close to, uh, he could work with a sizable budget. Stearns is taking a gap year right now. <laughs> I seriously think that's true. I seriously think he just wants to vibe and be a consultant for a year and relax before getting back into it hardcore next year. Study abroad, get cultured. Backpack around Europe. (laughs) The thing is, I don't remember who said this. David Stearns could probably make a lot more money doing a lot less work in a different industry. He's a really smart dude. He could probably do something that's less work and make as much, if not more money. And I wonder if that weighs on him. He's like, man... Baseball's a grind. It's year round. All the fans hate me because I don't have any money to spend. I don't know. I, I I truly wonder if he's pondering whether or not he wants to keep going in baseball, at least at the highest level as a GM. Yeah, or he realizes he could go somewhere and make more money, get less criticism, and have more money freely to spend. Of course. Can't blame him there. But we can't blame Stearns for the Boxberger thing, unless unless he's still pulling all the strings in the in the background. With uh, Mr. Arnold there. 877-867-1670. It's a, it's a, no, I, I think. There's a lot of movement in baseball. At least it feels like there could be. Who knows? I don't know. Baseball I talk myself into more than any other sport. Come the start of this season. Where you play the first series. You win two out of three. You're like, oh, uh, World Series. This team's good enough. Um, Ugh, I uh, wish. As long by as the it, way. As long as they the don't way, trade I, Burns. Well, we can talk about that at a you know, whatever I talked about that on my, I led my show with Corbin Burns the other day when Eric on I called in and was feeling sorry for you about your Phillies. I look, my heart hurts for you and your Phillies as well, but I do think we all need to realize you've seen your Phillies win a world series before. Like it has happened in your life. I do feel for you to a degree. Like when the Packers lose people are like, Oh, poor Packers. Well, maybe people don't feel that way, but I have seen my Packers win a super bowl, which makes all of these subsequent losses somewhat easier. I feel the same about your Phillies. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's fine. What, 2008 was the last time they won it all? Yeah, I don't expect more, but but when Eric offers his condolences, I'm not going to decline them. Oh, well, Eric's just a good guy like that. He's throwing fireworks into drain, drainage ditches that right was, now. I, that's awesome. I was wondering about the best sound. I That got my brain going. And the first sound that came to mind is take a Uh-huh. Where like you, uh, you have a paw on it and you take a rook. Yeah. Just the the sound of the piece hitting the other piece, and then you taking the rook off the board. A rook is an aggressive piece. That's a piece that can move as far forward or backward as possible, but it can't move diagonally, right? Yeah, darn right. There you go. There's there's eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. We have two segments to go. That is Grant Bills. I'm Bill Michaels. 
covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. That's the one that stands out the most. Oh, the no catch. <laughs> oh no, I mean the the catch that was an in, ruled an incompletion. I guess in in respect to Jerry's last comments. But welcome back, Bill Michael's show. Ben Kenny taking you through to two o'clock. That is one Jerry Jones, uh, Jerry and Mike both speaking this week. Okay. Um, Grant, we talk about in the world, and uh, I'm going to play the Parky clip in a minute here again to rehash of a of a football doinking. Uh, Jerry Jones talking about the Des Bryant no catch. That's up there. Look, to Cowboys fans and to Jerry Jones, like I get it. <laughs> get over tough it. Tough luck. Okay. But get over it a little bit, sure. But the 2014 NFL, NFC, especially playoffs, are a perfect example of what goes around. Cumbers got a little lucky against the Cowboys with that. Then they got a, a 10 times unluckier against the Seahawks the next week. And then the Seahawks yep. got even unluckier than that in the Super Bowl by throwing an interception on the one-yard line. So God works in mysterious ways. So calm down, Cowboys fans. And get over it. Yeah, and shut up. You guys haven't made a conference championship since 95. Find a new slant. There are so many Cowboys. You know what? This is, we have 18 minutes until we're off the air. Okay. I'm going to take two minutes and talk about Cowboys fans for a second. Do it. They are the most unbearable people ever because most of them I are grew up in some city across the country where their dad was a Cowboys fan because they were good. Like people our age have not seen the Cowboys make a conference championship in their life. The only reason they're fans is because their dad was a fan when the Cowboys were good. And then they just crap about when the Cowboys were good 35 years ago. And and all the great play, Emmett Hickman, all this from the 90s and the 80s and years and years ago. It's unbearable. So get over the losses. And I'm happy that Rodgers has crushed them in the playoffs multiple times. That is all. That was necessary. And I think coming from a place near and dear to your heart as a Philadelphia Eagles fan, you know, for a long time. Yes, uh, a Philadelphia native because, yeah, the, 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 they're just like implanted into different communities. Um, and as we talked about the car chase in L.A., the, that guy was a freaking Cowboys fan. I'll tell you enough. I got a tweet um, from Harrison. He said, I, I had to cut the show short at Ben Z. Kenny on Twitter, by the way. Did anybody call in and say their favorite sound is the sound of cracking open a cold one. <laughs> and there we go. There's there's one for you. 877-867-1670. Let's go back to the phones here. Line one. You're on the Bill Michaels show. Who do we got? Wayne from Bangor. Hey, what's up, man? What's on your mind? Wayne. I just, I just heard you a little rant there, Ben and, and Grant, about Cowboy fans. Are you a Cowboys fan? Yes, I am. Oh, God. I right here in Wisconsin. The Cowboys fan? Hell no. He was a Green Bay Packer fan. And he yelled and screamed and threw shit against the Hopkins. I'm like, why in the hell would I want to be a Packer fan? Uh, because because of the sense of community it brings. Because it draws you with people. Because of the state. Are we doing this right now? I can't. They were uh, so yeah. bad in the 70s. I don't care if they're bad. Continue. I'm just saying, it's not because my dad was a Cowboys fan. I've been a Cowboy fan since I was in the third grade. 
Why? Because they were pretty good at the time. The Packers sucked. My dad was mad watching them. I root for them. Uh-huh. And I followed them. And then I've been a Cowboys fan ever since. Like you said, 95, they haven't been in an NFC championship game, but I've been a Cowboys fan the whole time through. I got you. I appreciate the phone call, man. Thank you for listening. One of my best friends, Mr. Kenny, who yep. lives in Green Bay. Who knows? Maybe he's listening. He's a Cowboys fan. His family's Packers fan from where I'm from, Northwest Wisconsin. And he became a Cowboys fan. He transitioned. Eh, he's a different word. <laughs> he, he went to, he switched allegiances because he didn't like how the Packers treated Favre, which is an interesting angle. Have you ever heard of anything changing allegiances like that? Um, not really. Everybody I know that's a Commanders fan has dropped that allegiance for obvious reasons. Yeah. But that's different than how they treated Favre. That's because the Commanders owner is a scumbag. And yes. the team sucks and he has driven it into the ground. Yes. I just, I, I'm going to watch my words carefully. How do you, how, how are you raised here? If, if become a Cowboys fan in third grade. Uh, I don't know. Not a lot of discipline in that household, it sounds like. Why would I be a Packers fan? Because the whole fun of football, even if you're following a team that sucks, and the Packers have not sucked forever, but it, it it's the, actually being in the same community, also fans of that team. Yeah. Only one team wins the Super Bowl every year. Like I, Every time I enter a football season, I know it's going to be the most painful thing ever because likely they're going to lose. But the blind hope, I guess, carries you through. And also experiencing said pain with other people. That's what's great about it. All right. 877-867-1670. Uh, if we have any other Cowboys fans, you're welcome to call in and, and call me out. I accept all. 877-867-1670. We have a segment left to go. He's Grant Bills. I'm Ben Catholic Show. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers host the Dallas Cowboys here at Lambeau Field. Kickoff on Sunday at 325. It's going to feel more like November with temperatures in the mid-30s at game time. Rookie receiver Christian Watson has endured knee surgery, hamstring injuries, and a concussion. He's expected to play, and he says he wants to shake off that reputation as a bust in the draft. You know, obviously, you know, I'm thankful to have, you know, coaches and, and, and players who are who are so supportive because uh, obviously, you know, it's easy to get down on yourself when things aren't going your way. Uh, so it's nice to have, obviously, people that are keeping you up during those situations. Rashawn Gary done for the year after suffering a torn ACL. That means the outside linebackers will be Preston Smith and rookie Kingsley and Igbare. Packers defensive coordinator Joe. He's been getting a little bit better every week. He's been playing a little bit more. Obviously now, you know, he's going to have to play with the absence of Rashawn. Cowboys linebacker Micah Parsons is all over the field with sack in the line of scrimmage. Matt LaFleur on how Dallas defensive coordinator Dan Quinn uses Parsons. The weeks. Micah all over the field and you don't know where he's going to be and they can just line up in a variety of different ways and it presents a lot of challenges. He's a game wrecker. I mean, they platoon their D-line. Those guys do such a great job of playing with 
unbelievable energy and effort, and you can truly see their play style on tape. Packers center Josh Myers. They're a really talented group, but they play really hard too, which is not always the case. Like, you know, take Micah, for example. He he runs down plays all the time, just extra effort. And I think that's what their, their whole defense is really about. And Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy celebrated his birthday yesterday in Dallas. Been able to actually enjoy that, or is that something you have to wait and celebrate in the offseason? Well, we don't have to wait to the offseason, but I mean, but no, it's... I'm, I'm, I'm uh, going to enjoy peace and quiet tonight because uh, the family's already headed up to up north. So home alone, loving every minute of it, too. So that's, that's what T9 does for you. That's Mike McCarthy in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Bill Michaels show, Ben Kenny, Grant Bills. We're out of here in seven minutes. Yeah. Grant, big big plans this weekend, aside from a, a, a packed weekend of one entertaining football game and one thing. Well, uh, me and Mike McCarthy are both uh, bachelors this weekend. Oh. Girlfriend's at a concert in Denver. So That's tonight exciting. I'm going to go see a band at a bar and then tomorrow watch sports. Band is playing a gig tomorrow night. That's about it. I I crave the point I'm at with life without uh, other obligations to mm-hmm. have to adhere to on a Saturday, especially in the fall when there's, you know, somewhere around 12 hours of college football being played. So, yeah, yeah I'm with you. Uh, I, I can't wait. Big college football slate. And then the NFL Packers Cowboys coming up Sunday afternoon. Bill, I believe I uh, will check in not feeling great. Um, uh, that's why obviously he had to he. Uh, took today off. We will see about Sunday. Follow me or him on Twitter, and I'm sure updates will be out there uh, for the Green and Gold postgame show after Packers Cowboys on many of these same stations. And then, obviously, all week, breaking down the game. Real quick, 877-867-1670. Okay, we have a Cowboys fan on the line. Grant, hello, Jason. Good. Jason. Hey, yeah, Jason from Lacrosse. Um, Grant, this is your own. <laughs> well, he's a Cowboys fan. It's only only one legend, but that's okay. Jason, how did this happen? So, yeah, let me explain real quick. I know you guys are like, I don't know. So I should be a Bears fan. My family's Bears fans, but I've been a Dallas fan ever since I was a little kid. My whole room was Dallas Cowboys. I think it was because they were on TV a lot when I was a kid. Okay, that makes a little bit of sense. I, I guess that leads me to my institutional problem with them being called America's team. <laughs> You know, I, I can understand that, um, <laughs> but I can't, I can't slight you for it. I, I, I appreciate it. We're running up against the end of the, uh, this is a rant for another day, Grant. Um, maybe there's a, a day in the off season or I, when the Packers are good, I guess this rant would be more fun, but sure. I, just, I, I hate the Dallas Cowboys. I and used to hate them more. I'm pretty indifferent on them these days. Well, they stink now and they've stunk well, for a while. They're perennially overrated. Sure. This Cowboys team is more likable than they were when they almost made the NFC championship game in 16. True. But Rodgers beat them. True. Part of that is Zeke is no longer a big part of their rushing attack. Don't like Zeke. That I'm goes back. A Zeke fan. That goes back to you. Ohio State. Um, yeah, I do love Michael Parsons, and that's where I get caught up. It's not like they have uh, Jeff Heath. And Sean Lee 
and name another that just I Sean Lee. I have never been able to stand. I love Michael Sean, Parsons, so that sucks. Sean Lee was just that guy that Skip Bayless would reference every day. Anytime the Cowboys would lose, it's like, well, you know, Sean Lee's not healthy. Never the equivalent healthy. of us saying, well, yeah, Christian Watson wasn't healthy, so that game didn't count. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. Yep. Uh, and Romo never was a Romo guy. I respect Dak. Dak, Dak gets some, he catches some unfair strays, I think. Yeah. But they're the Cowboys. They're America's team. Let's put them on TV. As Jason said, they're on TV too much, Grant. Or I guess I like watching them lose. So I, that would draw ratings for people like me. Anyway, people all right. Tune them in. Packers, Cowboys coming up on Sunday. Um, score prediction first as we uh, head out. And what is, what's Monday's headline for this game? Ooh. Um, well, I like your prediction at 28 to 13. I think they might even give up more points than that. I think the Packers are cooked. The fact that they're at home should help, but not much. I will say just to be different, 30 to 10. Wow. Cowboys. And you give your prediction and give me 30 seconds to think of a headline. Yeah. Um, I, 28 to, I think it's close at half. I at 14 to 10 at half, maybe, but I think the Cowboys pull away in the second half. Like we've seen with the Packers offense. Um, I, I think Rogers even comes out of the gates playing well when it's scripted. And then maybe we talk ourselves into maybe a win against big Mike, but as the game goes along and they need to stick to Jones, I just don't have faith that they could do it. So the headline I read, I, it, I'm no headline writer. I, I was a journalism major, but I, I, I wrote okay. the body, you know, I had okay. a headline yeah. writer, but I'm a sure. uh, big Mike. Gets his revenge. Wow. How long did you work on that? I, 12 seconds. What about maybe seven? The boys, the boys are back in town. Oh, because McCarthy's back. Disgusting. The boys are Dak in town, but it's not about <laughs> Dak. It's about McCarthy. We need to work McCarthy into the headline. Mm. I don't know. Um, but I, I think we see the game similarly. And then Wisconsin, Iowa. Um, are you, uh, do you have a good feeling? I think they're going to win. I love your prediction of a weird score. Something like 18 to 11. I don't even know how that would happen. I I don't feel good about the game either, but that means good things. When I feel bad about Badger games, they do well. Iowa gotcha. 15, Wisconsin 11. 11. Yeah. That'll be fun. All right. Hell yeah. That's going to do it for us. Mr. Bills, as always, absolute pleasure. Thank you for thank you, Mr. Kenny, for joining it's been for a pleasure. these hours. The Wisco Sports Show is on from four to six. Many of these same stations. Listen to him. Follow him at Wisco Grant. Keep track of all his stuff. Uh, there, there's no more shipwreck talk, so uh, don't worry. You're, you're safe to do it. I'm at Benzy Kenny. Find me on Twitter. Everybody, thank you for hanging. Pleasure. Talk to you next week. See you. Have a good one. See you. The Bill Michael Show podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.